Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. Queen, love loves. Hi everyone, welcome back to Aziza Love Loves. And today my guest is Tanya J. Miller and she is a certified life coach, speaker, and author. So welcome Tanya. Hello, Aziza. Hello to the Love Love family. I'm loving the vibe and what we're going to be getting into tonight. So, hey, y'all. <laughs> I love that. Nobody has ever said the Love Love family. I had to start calling everybody that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> a nice spin. So, I wanted to kind of just like get into what is going on just globally. So, mm-hmm. definitely there's a lot that's going on. Yeah. You know, people have lost loved ones, jobs, and some are just trying to hold on to a little piece of sanity. And Mm -hmm. the reason why I'm kind of starting this off a little heavy is because I noticed that on your website, you have a quote and it's from Miles Monroe. Mm -hmm. And it says, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without purpose. So if you could please start us off like, in, in your own way about what purpose is and how we can find it in a time like this. Yeah, so purpose definitely is something you don't have to go looking far from yourself mm. to find it because it's already something in you. Something um, he also said is that the purpose is something that you are born with. And so because of that, a lot of times you're not looking in person, you might just be uncovering, tapping in, tuning in, you know, maybe digging it out, you know, you've had it buried for a while, but it's who you are and it's what's been in you the whole time. And so it's that thing that literally it speaks to the reason why you're here. It speaks to the purpose, or or it is the purpose, but it speaks to how everything about you makes sense, you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out why you like to do this and why you're called for that. And it just seems outside of the normal from everybody mm-hmm. else. But it's because you were designed that way. The passion in you, it, it, it ignited some things that that those things that ignited and stayed with you speak to what you're called to and what you're assigned to. And it speaks to who you are. And so the purpose mm-hmm. is who you are and why you're here. And a lot of times we have them. Like you said, we're looking for it, but we haven't did the work to um, look inward and, and sit in some stillness enough by ourselves to actually uncover it, what's already been in us the whole time. That's so true. And it's like, I think sometimes we know what mm-hmm. our purpose is. We have it in our hearts. <laughs> and right? Yeah. It's like we have these big dreams of how we're going to impact the world. And then I almost feel like, especially thinking about my own situation, that I will kind of self-sabotage it because I'll get this superwoman complex and think that Mm -hmm. I can do everything on my own. And then Mm -hmm. when I look at the big picture and then I get fearful that I'll fall and no one will be there to catch me. You know, and so I'm I'm learning trial and error and I'm I'm starting to see that 
for me, I feel like there is so much strength in numbers. So I just wanted to know, like, speaking on, you know, feeling like we we have it, because I definitely agree with that. I just feel like I shied away from it because I was so scared of moving in my purpose. But wow. what are your thoughts on helping people break down kind of like that me, myself, and I mentality? Well, first of all, ma'am, you said a whole lot, and I, I hope sure that you caught it because, you know, just to even break down what you said, literally, mm-hmm. you know, not only self-sabotage and trying to do it all by yourself, but self-sabotage and thinking that you're not worthy of mm. it. Like, this may be your purpose, this may be your assignment, but am I worthy? Like, this is the thing. And then another way of self-sabotage is that you look at the urge and the S in life. Meaning you look at the people that would look to appear to have that IG thing. And you're mad because you're trying to figure out why you're not as famous as they are or don't have the followers that they have and so you're in this battle of R and S which is very close to the imposter syndrome because you're trying to lead a life that's not your purpose but it's somebody else's and so like I said you said a whole lot but to speak to the question that you asked around what would I say to that right that's what you said you said what would I say yes Mm -hmm. so kind of like that feeling of doing everything on your own so this is the first thing that came to mind but Rome wasn't built in a day like who are you Mm -hmm. trying to who are you chasing like who is who is this invisible competition that you put up against yourself well who put this time clock on your back you know who put this this match that if you don't keep it burning it's over with it's the end of the world like who put this pressure on you like, I actually just had this conversation with somebody else earlier today. I was like, who told you that? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, can you give me, a like, a, a person, a name? Can you give me some background? Who? And she just <laughs> kind of looked at me because we were video chatted. And she just kind of was like, hey, I like you right now. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why do so many of us, especially women, why do we get in this competition? Why do we get in this hurriness? Why do we get in this, you know thinking that we have to do it all or nothing or or it won't work. There's a beautiful thing called community. There's a beautiful yes. thing called collaboration. There's a beautiful thing called connection. And when you allow those things into your life, the life is better because we need people. We do. That's why it's, that's really why it's so hard and so many are having a hard time during this pandemic and this crisis and this epidemic or whatever you want to call it, the Roro, the Toto, the Rona, whatever, <laughs> and wherever you're at in the world, at the end of the day, that that self-imposed, or not even self-imposed, that this government-mandated restriction and, you know, staying home and trying to stay safe and quarantine, you know, it's been hard because we need people. We, we need hugs. We need yeah. We need a relationship. We need that, all those things. And so my thing of what I've been telling people is the thing is, the problem is you aren't working your social power. You know, we need people. We do. But we have yeah. to work with what we have. And so you have to learn how to get creative. How, and I've seen it. But some aren't getting creative. I've seen it to where somebody 
a dad and a mom did a whole prom for their daughter. I've seen it where they did graduation ceremonies. I've seen where they did Zoom birthday parties or drive-by birthday parties or all these different things. I've seen where they did virtual brunches or just cooking classes just with the friends or open to everyone. I've seen it and I've been a part of, you know, just kind of girlfriend chat and on different topics, but empowering and encouraging each other on a Saturday night. You might have your wine. I'm going to have my apple slices and cheese. And that's <laughs> it. You know, you do whatever you want. But it's all about, for me, I think the word social distancing is actually the wrong word. I think the word should be public distancing, but we actually should be working to be more sociable and visible in this time. And, and so that we don't get those feelings. But yeah, like to answer your question, wow. no, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't be trying to do this thing all along our long. There's a whole reason why community connection and collaboration is a blessing. It's beautiful. It's awesome and amazing because I guarantee you, once you stop, once you take that battery out your back, once you put that timetable away and, and all these deadlines that you self-imposed, did nobody even tell you all of that? You're going to be able to breathe better. You'll be able to live better. You're going to be able to have some sleep and not, no, not in less sleep this night. You know, you just got to do better when it comes to that because there's no re reason to be going that hard and you don't need to be. It's one thing to go hard to meet a deadline that, like, they said this, this, but even sometimes with that, you need to pull back if it's hurting you, if it's harming you physically, mentally, emotionally. If it's doing worse and not helping you, you need to take a step back. Even then, if there is a real deadline. Like, hey, is it worth killing you? Is it better? You know, is it worth it to, you know, have yourself so stressed out? You don't lock all your hair and your edges. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, y'all. We got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yes, you are speaking like to my soul. And I am, when I record, I'm so authentic because, and I share this over and over again, so people might get tired of it, but I know when I was going through, one of the things was feeling like I was alone in the struggles that I was having, right? And so I said, when I do this podcast, whatever is coming to my mind, my thoughts, my emotions, I'm going to share it because I know that people will be somebody. able to, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I am helping somebody. And so... I'm saying that because as you were speaking, like this question came from my like recent revelations. I have a life coach and he is amazing. And that's why I love interviewing life coaches because it's like you, you all just really have like this knack for, for getting down <laughs> deep and talking to people and, and helping, you know, guide and push and motivate. And so one of the things that he asked me was, Who's on your team? And so I'm like, who's on my team? I had no answers because my my team was Aziza. That was my team. But his thing was, you you can't do this all by yourself, and neither should you think that you have to. And so, just and you weren't meant to. If exactly. you're perfectly for you to be able to do it alone, then that's not your purpose, right? Yes. It's visiting. It always is visiting. Mm, mm. That is so true. And we had a session on building my team. I had to identify who was in my life that could support me in the areas that I needed support. And it wasn't like the people were not there. 
I just wasn't willing to lean on them in the way that I that I needed. Ma'am, ma'am. Why you keep doing people like that? And because that is the truth. We do not give ourselves away. We do not become vulnerable mm-hmm. enough to the people that are closest to us to let ourselves lean on them. They can they can come to us all day. Hey, you yes. but but you you strong ones, you you know, ones that are always the fighters and helpers and doers, you make it difficult to love you. You make it difficult yep. to care for you. You make it difficult to be there because you hold everything in. And people mm-hmm. literally are waiting on you just to say, hey, do you mind? Would you? Can you help? Some of them are just waiting on you to just say, hey, will you? Like they're waiting. They probably mm-hmm. even asked before. And you blew them off yeah. like, oh, I'm good. I'm straight. Mm-hmm. No. Like we have the support in our lives or even the answers if it's monetary to get what we need, even from the extended staff and support system. We have it. We just got to do a better job at relying on them. That the way they rely on us, we got to be able to rely on them the same way because that's where mutual relationship, accountability, and love and friendship actually happen. It needs to be new. Yes. So you don't end up feeling like you worn out and taxed. And they always come to me and I'm tired today. Well, you might not be as tired if you let them, if you go to them every now and then. Ask them for some help and drink from their water pot. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. And speaking of leaning on other people and support, I Mm -hmm. am. You know, I'm a big believer in honoring your emotions because they're they're real, they're there. Sometimes they're a warning for us for things that we like, for things that we don't like. But sometimes they can be kind of a takeover, like they can drive the bus. And one of the biggest takeovers for some people is fear. And we kind of spoke about that earlier on in the podcast, this episode. But I know, and and for you, that you are an author, you're a speaker, you have a YouTube channel, and you're pretty much like on the forefront in order to help and motivate and inspire other people. Do you yourself Mm -hmm. experience fear? And if so, how do you move past it and, and just walk in your purpose in spite of it? Well, first of all, I wouldn't be human if Mm -hmm. I didn't. And because, Mm -hmm. You know, the reason I can, sometimes we can even relate to people or to give advice is because we've overcome it already ourselves. And so part of the reason we can coach on life is because we've had life happen to us and we've learned the lessons that we know now what we're supposed to do because of that. So yeah, I have fear. Listen, Aziza, every book, when they get ready to come out the night before on Amazon, I mean, I sell on my site too, but ma'am, I be about to have a whole heart attack. I be like, oh God. I mean, what are they going to think? Like, are they going to like it? Like, are they going to buy it? Like, oh my God. Oh my God. What did I do? Like, and then once it comes out, I'm fine. <laughs> but that's natural. Like, there's a certain part of fear that is natural that you feel. Like, you should be afraid of fire because it burns. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain aspects of fear that are healthy but then like you said there's certain aspects that are not and that's why you know 
You need to process it. Like you said, I'm a person. I tell people, feel your feelings. Can I please? I'm not telling you not to feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. Feel them all. Because the, the faster you feel those feelings and start to process it, the, the faster we can go on and get to this work. But if you stuff it, if you hold it, if you cover it up, if you hide it under stain, if you let fear take you out and not do the work to let it use it and then go on, it's, that's what it'll do. It'll take you out. Absolutely. So you have to feel the feelings of fear. You have to process it. And then you have to look at what it was and why it was able to hit you like it hit you and learn from it and move on. That's right. That's the actual process of how it's supposed to go. But a lot of times, we hold it, we hide it, we, we put it on the covers, we over here in guilt yes. and shame, we over here in, you know, just like, oh, I don't know. And you now, you don't went from fear to you just straight out afraid. Like, look, um, I'm afraid of everything. Yes. Like, no, we got to do better. Feel the feelings. It might be difficult. It might be hard. It might be downright unbearable. But you know mm-hmm. what? Doing it now is way better than doing it later when it costs you too much in the end. Yes. Yes. And, you know, a concept like from speaking to friends and just having like these conversations lately, a theme has kind of been starting over, which is a little bit debatable because I know that you can't undo what is already done. But in my mind, I know that I have had some periods in life where I felt like I had to start over and starting over for me meant that I had to let go of things that were no longer serving me. And it was like, even though I finally realized like that those things were a hindrance to me, it was a little bit scary to kind of Mm -hmm. let those things go. And so it came back to mind again, like I said, from speaking to friends. And so I just wanted to provide some encouragement because that theme has just been playing so much. And if we could just talk a little bit about starting over or letting go, however people want to describe it, so that people can still walk in their purpose. Like just, I don't know if I'm making sense with the question, just not letting things weigh you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you do have to start again. Sometimes you do have to learn how to hope again, learn how to find joy again, learn how to find yourself or your identity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to have to do over. And then sometimes you just need to pivot from where you were thinking and just make some slight adjustments or, you know, shift, how, shift your paradigm of what was to what is. Or whether you need to just do a slight shift or adjustment or a pivot or you need to do a whole do-over. It's mm-hmm. okay. There is nothing wrong with it. That's number one. Because there could be a whole story and backdrop as to why and how you lost your hope, why and how you lost your joy, why and how you lost your peace. And your story is your story. But if I can say something to you, if Azusa can say something to you, if, you know, you can get some encouragement, some motivation and inspiration to get back up again, to find you again, to find your hope, to find your joy, to get that peace, start over again. That's what we want for you because you have so much to do. You have yes. so much to give. You have so much that's in you that has yet to be told. You know, one of another quote by Dr. Malcolm 
is that he says the goal of life is to die empty, to go to the graveyard and disappoint the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So how dare you leave all the West in you because something bad happens, some trauma happens, some disappointment happens, some loss happens, some unexpected, unwanted. Listen, the Roro happened. Like, how mm-hmm. dare you just stop doing life all because mm-hmm. of this or that situation? You have a whole life purpose in you, and you will not, no, 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 me and Aziz are not going to let you go to the graveyard with it in That's you. Right. No, we're supposed to disappoint it. We're not, we not supposed to give it what it won't. No, no, we have to do it, and, and you have to find that resolve. You have to find that strength, that power, that, that might to get up again, and, and, and whatever it looks like, whatever you have to do, therapy, listen, your girl is a whole a whole proponent of therapy, not just my mm-hmm. public, but sometimes you need to dig deep and go back in time to process and heal all them feelings and so you can go forward. So, yeah, go to therapy, get some support groups, the support groups, get your own personal support system, you know, build and start getting out, you know, build relationships, friendships, do something in the community, serve volunteer. Listen, let me tell you something my mom would always say. If you found doing something, then you found, then a lot of times you won't be worried about what's been bothering you. Mm. you. You need to do something with your hands. You need to do something with your mind. You need to do something with your spirit. You need to serve because sometimes you getting back out there and serving and doing for others lets you know, ah, and you see it. Not to say it's not that big, but you know, sister over here, she, she in a domestic violence shelter, and she in here having to have all five of her kids, no job, no this, no yeah. that, and she still got a smile on her face. She's still waking yeah. up with joy, hope, and peace. Why I'm over here? Because he done broke up with me, and then I'm, had, I'm having some issues on my job, but you got a whole house, you got a whole family, you got a whole lot more than she has, but she's still figuring out a way to find it. So you got... You have to figure out a way to find it. You have to, listen, I can't even remember who said it, but they was like, you got to move your feet. Sometimes you just got to move your feet yeah. and get out of the place and a position where you sitting, sometimes where you soaking, you know, where you just all in your feelings. If we're going to process them and if we got to get up, we got to get past the feeling of them. got to go to that next step. And I want to see it as either wants to see it. That's why she even has this whole podcast. Talk about it. She, mm-hmm. she loves love and she wants you to experience love and she wants you to number one love yourself love yeah. you enough to do the work love you enough to want to fight for you love you enough to want to see the other side of purpose so her whole heart is in this and that's why she said she comes to you with whole authenticity because she knows the realness in her will be able to empower you and to be able to take you beyond what you're feeling what you're experiencing and what you know is the next level of where you need to go. So yeah, yes. she loves love and she loves y'all. She's doing it for a whole reason. It's not just for her part of healing and that process that she's going through. No, she's doing this because she know y'all need it too. <laughs> That's right. Seriously. And and you know what? And as cliche as this might sound, because when I used to hear it before, I did not believe it. But when it happened, when it hit me, my biggest challenges became my biggest blessings. I mean, oh, like the yeah. way that my life changed, but with intent, 
You know, it was no longer life happening to me. Just having that intent and realizing that I had a purpose, realizing that I was here for a reason and that I could impact and empower other people. It was just like my world changed. So I felt everything that you just said, everything. And so if you could just tell me, I've just been starting to ask guests this recently because I'm just curious because I like to know where other people get their motivation from like is there any person that you are most inspired by if you could pick one because I know I have many but if there is one (laughs) who might that be and Uh, and why well I would definitely I mean Mother's Day coming around I wrote a whole book about it so I would have to say my mom you know I definitely have a dad as well Mm -hmm. but you told me I had to pick one. Yeah. So I would say her, you know, her determination, her fight, you know, the battles that she fought and yet she still taught us more, taught us better and wanted us to see the best of life, even if she hadn't seen it herself. Now she is, you know, she's even going out and doing more than what she thought she would ever do. But definitely it was her fight. It was her resilience. It was her strength. It was her endurance. It was her resilience. It was her love. Absolutely. My mom. My mama. My mama. <laughs> nice. And so do you have any final words of encouragement that you want to share? I mean, you shared a lot, so I, I feel full. <laughs> if you if you have more that you yeah. wanted to share with us, I know people would love to hear it. Yeah, definitely. As life becomes whatever it is in this new phase that we're going in, Know that whatever it is, you can handle it. You know, mm-hmm. it may be, you know, not what you had planned for your 2020, but I dare you to cultivate your perspective. And what I mean by that is cultivate meaning sometimes you'll have to dig deep. Sometimes you'll have to do some work. Sometimes you'll have to refine how you thought it was supposed to go and look at it from a different point of view. And so your 2020 you may have to look at it from a different point of view of what you thought would happen and what you thought you were going to be or what you thought you would have. But guess what? You still have time to do that and more. Don't cut 2020 off and say, let's just get to 2021. No, no, no. Use yeah. what you have because not everybody has that. So don't take what you have for granted. Be empowered, be encouraged, and definitely feel the love of the love of the ones that love you because they're here Aziza is here loving on you, doing what she does. So don't take it for granted. Feel the love so that you can give the love out. That's right. And lastly, just let us know how people can connect with you. Absolutely. So on social media, I am under Talking in Kenya. So that's basically on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And then my store where I have my books, journals, and message merch, which is what I call merch with a positive, purposeful message. So that's com. if you definitely want to learn more, com, And also you can on there find information on my coaching, on my leadership strategy sessions, if you want to book me for a speaking gig, and also school.tangjmiller.com is where you will be able to find my online classes that are already there for you on life and leadership and then y'all I got a mixtape 
I'm not a rapper, but it's what I do with Taco and Tanya on a pretty dope beat. So that's on nice. all digital platforms under Taco and Tanya, the mixtape volume one. And if you want to join my fam, feel free to connect and join at bit.ly, all caps, join fam, and you get 20% off your first order at shop.tanyadetmore.com. And you can also go to Amazon and Barnes & Noble too. The books are there in digital print and on. So shop.tanyjmiller.com, bit.ly, all caps, join fam, google.tanyjmiller.com, and talk with Tanya on social media. I would love your support. I would love to connect with you. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about our interview and just yeah. what, you know, I do and Aziza does because that helps us. When you mm-hmm. share us, you like us to give her the amazing love that she's giving y'all, that lets her know she's doing the right thing and she's doing her purpose on apologetic. So support her just as much as she gives love to you. Thank you so much. And it was a pleasure having you on the show. Likewise, thank you guys. Keep loving. Love, love. Thank you. As always, don't forget to spread the love. If you enjoyed the message, please share, like, comment, and subscribe. With love, Queens, Aziza.